welcome to the podcast, guys. Um, first off, I know this is titled The X-Men, and I am aware that I opened with the Avengers theme on Kazoo. That is because I could not find the X-Men theme on Kazoo, and also I just, I personally like the Avengers opening better. That being said, uh, the title's kind of self-explanatory. Today, Sarah and I are going to be talking about X-Men in our lives. I am going to throw a trigger warning out right now. We will be talking about mentions of abuse in this episode, and I just want you to be aware of the content before you get further into the podcast. Because of the the nature of the topics, uh, we kind of didn't really know how to start the the podcast episode, so as soon as I'm done talking here, we're really just going to jump right into it. So I'm just going to give you some background. I'm going to start talking about this guy that I was seeing when I was 17 and in high school, and the code name that I've given him is Wolverine. So here is the podcast. So the first guy that I am going to be talking about has been given the name Wolverine uh, for the sake of X-Men. Um... So he was the first guy that I really liked and I really felt just like naturally comfortable with. Like I felt like I could be myself around him and he just made me feel special. And we were going on these like what he called friend dates and we kind of never really defined what that was. So I'm out here, you know, thinking like, okay, these are definitely dates. And I guess we were not on the same page. But, like, one of these dates that we went on, we went, or, well, he came to my house, and he's like, I have this place in mind that I want to take you, and it's kind of far, but I have a full tank of gas, and I'm, like, more than happy to spend it taking to you, you to this, like, place. And I'm like, oh, well, that's really sweet. And it was a bookstore, which is even more sweet, because I'm, I love books. And it was, like, during the new release of, like, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, so there was a bunch of Harry Potter decor, and I was like, oh, man, this guy knows me. And we bought, um, like, funny socks, so, like, he picked out a pair and I picked out a pair, and we kind of mismatched them, so we each had one of each, and then we went to this candy store, and then we went and got ice cream, which he paid for, which is why I figured it was a date, And he's like, let's get one flavor that we want, and then we'll pick one, like, exotic flavor, like, that we would usually never get. So it was, like, really nice. Um, But then, of course, you know, I find out, like, a month later that he had, like, kissed this other girl. Um, You already know who it is. And Yikes. <laughs> my exact reaction, because I was so caught off guard, and like I was like seventeen, and he was like nineteen or something. This girl was like fourteen. She was like straight up a child, like a, and she acted like one too. But that's not my point. But my point is, she was baby. Um, so that was just weird. But anyways, you know, normally I wouldn't blame the other girl. Because more likely than not, she was being played too. But in this instance, she was being such a little bitch. Like, she would message me because he gave me the silent treatment for like a week. And so I messaged her like, hey, have you heard from him? Like, is he good? Is he dead? 
and she's like oh he like you know he like just fell asleep like that's my man uh, but i'll give him a message like when he wakes up and i'm like okay whatever like jesus christ like that's just beyond extra right and so at a certain point you know he knows that her and i are not vibing whatsoever and he left a love note in my mailbox and this is like right after he was giving me the silent treatment all he texted me is like hey i left something in your mailbox and i was like at the mall with nick Mankey, and i was like i have to go home right now like what if my dad sees it or something and i got home like, who the hell no literally i so i got oh my god i got to um my house and uh-huh. someone had already grabbed the mail and i was like and thank god it was my mom and so she like came into my room and was like hey like like you know wolverine left this in the mailbox for you and i was like uh and the way he folded the paper you could only see the part at the bottom that said love wolverine and i was like god damn it (laughs) wait so he didn't put your address it was just no no no. like he drove he drove to my house and it was like a folded piece of binder paper front and back written on and he folded it and put it in the mailbox honestly if he couldn't afford the stamps dude like it's only what (laughs) 10 cents he should have just mailed it that would have been wow (laughs) he like slingshots it at me i guess use the gas money to get to the oh my yeah anyway (laughs) Yeah, so, like, this whole, you know, note is, like, you know, I love hanging out with you, like, you're so special, you're so beautiful, he said, you're my Kayla, and I was, like, dang it, like, that's really cute and sweet, but then he goes, but I'm with so-and-so now, and I'm, like, and he's, like, now that I'm like a man and like in a relationship like I have to spend my time with her and she feels threatened by you and like he's like giving all these reasons about all this stuff and I'm like are you kidding like she feels threatened by me like I'm a loser and she had no problem telling me off about her man like falling asleep like in her arm like what like that made no sense to me and I'm like kind of ashamed because I actually kept the note like I still have it and the only reason I kept it, because I get so much from my friends, the only reason I kept it is because that's the only love note that I've ever gotten from anybody. Like, you know, apart from the Valentine's Day cards that you're required to give in, like, elementary school, like, I don't get that kind of attention. I don't get, you know, like, those kinds of affections unless they're birthday cards from family members so like this was the first time a guy really laid it all out on the line and like made me feel like i was worth something even though at the same time he goes you're not good enough for me um so yeah that's kind of wild and then you know we talked on the phone after that (laughs) i remember like going to the car because i didn't want my parents to hear me talking in person Um, Because, of course, I was, like, crying at the same time while we're on the phone. And I, like, I told him off big time. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I gave him space for, like, two, three months. We had these plans in the works. And then he started putting rules for the relationship. He goes, here's the deal. He goes, I'm with her now. And 
So if we're hanging out, like, you can't post pictures. If you want to take pictures, I will be the one holding the camera. Hold but you the can't phone. Put that is such it. a big red flag. Exactly. I, okay, I had bigger balls back then because I shut that down the very moment he said that. I said, no, if you're going to put rules on a friendship like you're you're not worth my time and i blocked him and i never also, talked to him again can i just say you said he he was 17 at the time and she was 14 he was 19 i was 17 <gasps> wait and then how old was she she was she like was 14 younger, right? or 15 yeah she's younger than me first off illegal <laughs> jail <laughs> he's letting a literal teenage girl make all these decisions for him for real like and uh and she knew at the time that i was following her on instagram because you know we did we all did theater together so we have to like fake being friends with people and whatever and so she would constantly post pictures after i would post pictures with like similar captions and she put like hearts like heart and then like his initials i'm like okay like we get it, you're, uh-huh. you know, you're dating him, whatever, and, um, I mean, we mentioned it in the last podcast episode we did, but, like, I will check their Instagram sometimes, I will very rarely unblock them just to see how they're doing, uh, see if I'm doing better, <laughs> and then get I will, the good old I will re-block them because, um, that's not good for my mental health, but, you know, yeah I don't know that was just really wild I mean like because I was joking last time when we said like that when that guy in middle school just kind of said no that that like set me up for the rest of my life but like (laughs) that gave me the same vibes but in a nicer way like to be honest literally that is what happens in my life I get the no I get my prom date leaving at 8 30 I get this madness like what the the (laughs) bro my mom mentioned it in the car today she goes i didn't know your prom date left you i'm like yep (laughs) i swear i told you but you know it's whatever the more you know (laughs) yeah i mean but wait there's more honestly that is the story of my life um yeah i mean the common link between this guy and uh professor x who i'll talk about next Um, is that they both like putting rules on relationships. And I'm like, you know what? Like, you want to consider yourself a grown man. Like, oh, I'm 19. Or like, oh, I'm 30. But, (laughs) But like, you can't put terms on a relationship, you know? Like, this isn't a contract. There's no fine print. There's no terms and conditions. Like, it has to be, like, a mutual agreement to have fun, regardless of the kind of relationship like you know if you didn't like me like we wouldn't hang out as friends and there's no condition that says you have to you know what I mean a hundred percent agreed right there (laughs) men literal trash (laughs) (laughs) men in the bay area are hot fire garbage honestly they really are though like they're not. I feel like it's very, very hard to find someone in this area with good intentions. And if you find someone like located in the Bay Area, they're usually like, "Yeah, I'm from somewhere else <laughs> originally." Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, I'm from Sac- 
Sacramento. That explains so much. Oh, you're from wow. here. <laughs> All right. Would you like to then go into your spiel about Cyclops? Oh, God. My <laughs> spiel, more like my essay. Yes. Yeah, I, I will go. <laughs> Where should I even begin? Do I just start from the beginning? Because, like, everything was just, no, everything I, was just a mess. <laughs> I had the same problem when I was taking notes for Professor X. Because I'm like, Jesus Christ, I could write... A like ten hundred page novel about everything right? wrong in the one month that we were together. So yeah, I was gonna say you guys, <laughs> was a long for you guys. Literally four weeks. <laughs> but let me just say, it was like watching reality TV, <laughs> but, but like actually happening to you, and like no extra drama. It was just, it was just someone's life. <laughs> My life is just that laughable. Not the director being like, yeah, we need you to, like, you know, add a little more spice to the story. Not nah, like, the, it's like he <laughs> just dropped the whole, like, thing of, like, seasonings. <laughs> when the lid is unscrewed and all of it comes out. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> or when you're boiling pasta and the water's too high and it just boils over onto the stove, that's pretty much <laughs> That is pretty our much what lives. All right, I I'll provide commentary as you go on about yours. Well, I know you know mine. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> as well as a fair amount of people. Shout out to Twitter. Anyway, <laughs> Cyclops. Where do I begin? This was senior year of high school, so tw- wow, dang, twenty seventeen. Oh my god, uh, four years ago. Four years ago. <laughs> four years ago. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyways, ooh, where do we begin? Well, let's see. I met Cyclops freshman year of high school <laughs> through one of his friends who I mentioned in the other podcast, who was my Sadie's date. And they were like best friends. Yeah, which was really weird. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know that. Rooms. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, you didn't know? Yeah, they were, they were like, best friends. And then for some reason, they weren't best friends anymore. Like, sophomore year of high school, I don't know why. I guess, like, just grew apart. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, so, yeah, so I met him freshman year. I mean, we'd talk um, because he knew who I was because of, you know, Ryan. So he'd be like, oh, hey. And I'd be like, hey. And then, like, that's pretty much it. Like, a hey, hi, how are you? That's it. And then senior year, I don't know why, until I will get there as the reason why. <laughs> but anyways, senior year, and then we just started talking because we had Mr. Denovan. Love it. God, that class was such a joke, but I miss him because that was the easiest class ever. Anyways. When we gave him a microwave and he kept it. He was happy, too. <laughs> he was like, oh, wow. <laughs> For me. And then, was it? the next year right or was it that year i think it was the next year where he was like yeah i'm leaving right it was literally I'm, that year it was right yeah okay so it was that year um wait no so that means okay pause wait so you had you had denovan's it was senior year right we had denovan yeah yeah, yeah. we both had denovan senior year and okay, so then the I also year. had Denovan junior year, which is where I started talking to Cyclops, which was junior year then. Got you, got you, okay. And 
I didn't know this at the point because during this time he was dating a girl. I won't say the name. Okay. But I, <laughs> I'm like, he was wait. dating a girl and um, I guess I thought they were fine because like I would always be there after school because my mom and I would choose to rather just wait at school for an extra hour than walk home, which would only take me half an hour. Okay. But I was lazy, so I'd just stay at school. <laughs> and then I'd always see him, so I thought, you know, everything was fine. But apparently they broke up during junior year, I guess. I don't know. It was kind of weird because I don't know, because they would still talk and stuff. So I didn't think much of it. Anyways, so yeah, that's when we mostly started talking and like we got I wouldn't say close, but it was like just like friendly, you know, kind of like friends or whatever, like classroom friends, you know, where it's like your friend in the classroom, but then yeah. my side of the classroom is just kind of like you see him, it's like, hey, but it's never like, oh my God, we should hang out type of thing. Right. So then it was like that situation. Flash forward to a year later. I remember this. I went to the basketball game for senior night for the girls' basketball team because I was with my friends and their friends were in the basketball team. So I just went, you know, just because I had nothing else to do with my life. So I went. (laughs) Turns out Cyclops' sister was on the basketball team, not for varsity, but for JV. So he was there and he had no one sitting with him. And then after that day, like, that's when literally slid into my DMs. (laughs) And after that... The rest is history, unfortunate history, but (laughs) it was history. And then from there, we started talking and within the talking phase was about a month and everything was fine. No red flags. Everything was normal. Wasn't obsessive. None of that. So we started dating. Can someone say foreshadowing? Huh? Can someone say foreshadowing? Oh, foreshadowing. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Here we go. April 6th, 2017 is when I remember we was when he asked me out. And I said yes. And I will greatly regret that decision for the rest of my life. (laughs) Anyway, I said yes. And after that, everything was fine. Everything was fine. Nothing changed. It was as if we were still, you know, friends. But like we're dating, you know? Yeah, like you guys seemed happy when I saw you at school. Yeah, like everything was normal and yeah, everything was fine until prom night is when I got another look and I was like, hold the phone. (laughs) So prom happened and originally he didn't want to go to prom and I was like, bro, like we're dating, like, come on, like at least just go to prom. Like it's our senior prom and like you didn't, he didn't go last year. I didn't go last year. So it's like, you know, come on, we're dating, like might as well go. So stepmom had to convince him and he was like, okay, fine, I'll go. So we eventually went. We took pictures in front of Hayes Mansion, and that night was something. (laughs) We didn't end up eating dinner there because we went to In-N-Out before arriving. However, we didn't even the In-N-Out at all, so the In-N-Out was just chilling in the car the whole night. So we went in hungry. Yeah, I I don't know why we didn't eat it. You can't waste perfectly good In-N-Out. That should be a red flag right there. Exactly. Yeah, so, for real, (laughs) I should have just walked out. Anyways, um, yeah, so everything was fine. Um, And then after, because I believe it was after dessert is when they opened up the dance floor. So everyone's like, oh, you could go in and dance or whatever, right? So they opened the doors. Of course, everyone goes in to dance because that's literally what everyone wanted to do. And, you know, if you remember the other podcast, dancing, what do we do? We grind. (laughs) Or, well, you you grind if your date doesn't leave. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel bad for laughing. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. My mom hey, laughed, too. 
anyways yeah you do that or whatever you want to do with your friends so we were in a circle and we're, I was just dancing with my friends it was like my friend group and then he was there so he was like dancing like next to us like it was we weren't doing anything like weird it was just us you know just dancing singing and I remember behind us I guess his ex was there with her date and I guess her date like bumped into like Cyclops or whatever and I didn't see it happen. This is according to what he said. Apparently, like, her date bumped into him, gave him, like, an evil eye or, like, an evil look or whatever, and then he walked away. However, I didn't see him walk away because I was distracted with my friends, like, just singing and stuff. And then, so I'm, like, looking around. I'm, like, where the hell did Cyclops go? So I asked my friends, like, did any of you guys see him? And then they're, like, no. And then I asked, like, around, and they're, like, oh, yeah, we saw him. Like, he's, like, in the hallway, like, outside of the... What is it, outside of like the banquet hall and I was like okay oh, so I walk no. out and I was like what happened and then he like you know told me what I exactly just said like you know bumped into me gave me a look like and I was like oh well it's fine like we can just go back in like I don't see like the problem and he's like no I don't want to go back in like it's bad energy in there I was like okay I was like do you want to go to the other side of the dance floor he's like no I don't want to like go back in at all mind you the dance was until like 10 p.m. and it was only it was only like 7 p.m. at this point. Oh like my the dance were literally just open 15 minutes ago, and I was like, "So you don't want to go in at all?" And he's like, "No." And I was like, "Kid, then what do you want to do?" I was like, "You don't even want to go on the other side." He's like, "No." And I was like, "What do you want to do?" Like I kept asking him what he wanted to do. He's like, "I don't know. I don't know. I don't know." I was like, "What do you want to do?" And he's just like, uh, "Let's just stay outside." And he's like, "Do you want to leave early?" And I, of course, I didn't want to leave early. Like right. it's my senior prom. <laughs> like a anyway <laughs> <laughs> even early anyways um we ended up literally just sitting at the tables like where they had dinner the whole night and didn't do anything which was very boring right because we just sat there and it's like okay now what like because right. everyone was like all having fun inside yeah. and like my friends are in there right but obviously you have to choose like your friends or like your boyfriend or whatever me being dumb at the time I was like I'll stay with my boyfriend because like I don't want him to make him mad and plus I was kind of the one who was like we should go to prom type of thing anyways so prom ends it's like 10 p.m ish and then so he drove so we're driving and like heading back but he couldn't stay out late because he was grounded so he had to be home before midnight. I had no curfew because I told my parents I was going to hang out with my friends after, which I was. And this is where the thing gets horrible. Oh, <laughs> so anyways, love it. He wanted to go to Olive Garden. So we're driving to Olive Garden. They're closed. So we get back in the car and he's like, you know what? I'm so sorry. I feel bad for like prom or whatever. I just didn't have like good, en- like there's just wasn't good energy instead of like the banquet hall or whatever. So I want to make it up to you. So it was nice. He put music on his iPod because both him and I didn't have smartphones in high school. We literally had iPods (laughs) and slide and text phones. Great time. Anyway, so he put music on his iPod. So I was like, oh, he's cute. Like, nice. He's trying to remake this. Mind you, this was the Olive Garden parking lot. Like, I had really low standards. (laughs) He's playing music on his iPod and everything's fine. Like, we're slow dancing and stuff. And then he asked the question, like, oh, do you have plans, like, after this? Because I know I have to go home like after i drop you off because like i'm grounded and stuff and i was like yeah i was gonna actually go over to my friend's house and like we we're gonna like you know have a party and his mood like literally went a full-on 180 like oh, a full-on no. what do you mean a party which he knew what i meant but you know him like wanting me to say it he was like what do you mean a party and i was like what do you what do you mean a party like party and he's like yeah but with who so i like listed with who and like he's like well where at and i told him where at 
And immediately this man said, get in the car, let go of me and like turn off the music. And like, it was a, fl- I was like, what? what is this guy? And I got in the car and he slams the door and he's like holding onto the driving, like the steering wheel and looks so mad. Bro, that's scary. And I was literally the pastor. See, like, I literally asked, are you okay? Like, why did you like, what happened? And he's like, why would you go to a party? And I was like, why wouldn't I? It's my senior year of prom. My friends are going like, I thought it'd be fun. And he's like, were you going to drink? And I was like, uh, most likely, yeah, but I was going to sleep over at my friend's house who literally lives two streets away from where I was going to be. So we were going to walk home. And I told him, like, yeah, I was going to go sleep over my friend's house who literally lives two streets away. And her mom's okay with it. And then he just started going off about drinking. And, like, I'm, like, technically, it's a, well, technically, it is illegal because <laughs> I'm underage and stuff. And I'm just like, what the hell? And he just got so mad. Like, this man is, like, pacey. Like, pull out a piece of paper. Like, that's him. And this man was literally red like a tomato, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Wait, but, like, so that, didn't, didn't he drink in high school, too, or no? Yes! And so that's what's his problem? Confused. That's what? where I was confused, because I was like, in my head, I'm like, wait a minute. And I even told him that. I was like, wait a minute. I, I thought you used to drink, like, you know, with your friends. And he's literally. like, yeah, but that's not me anymore like I don't do that and I was like okay well that's a you problem like that's your (laughs) life that if you wanted to stop sure be my guest but like this is my life like what the hell (laughs) and then he would just have like a really like negative attitude towards me it was just really rude to me and I was like what the anyways moral of the story we leave Olive Garden parking lot it's a quiet drive like I did not speak at all he did not speak at all we go to the Jack in the Box drive-thru because he's like are you hungry I was like yeah he's like okay fine so we go to Jack in the Box he takes me home drops me off and he's like well, have fun at your party. And I didn't end up going because I was like, what the hell? And then, my, and then I don't think my friends ended up going, if I can recall. I don't think they ended up going to the party at all. They just went home. So I was like, that is so weird. Which instantly, I should have been like, red flag, drop this man. No, my dumbass stayed with him. So <laughs> fast forward <laughs> another month. It's like end of May, like towards senior finals week. It was that time. And at this point, I remember clearly our washer and dryer at my house was broken. So we had to go to a laundromat and do the work. So I took my clothes to the laundromat. And during that time while I was waiting, you know, for the washer and the dryer and my clothes and stuff, I was studying for finals. And I'll never forget, I got a text saying from Cyclops, come pick me up at the 7-Eleven parking lot by our house. And I was so confused because I was like, what? And then instantly I get a call saying like, hey, please pick me up from the parking lot. And I instantly like thought something bad happened. Like, you know, like, I don't, I don't know what happened. Like maybe he got robbed. I don't know. Anyways, so I go, and this man, tell me why, he has a full-on duffel bag, like, he's traveling, like, to an airport or something. Yeah. I pull up, and I was like, are you okay? And he's like, I just got kicked out of my house, I have nowhere to stay, blah, blah, blah. Like, I got into a fight with my stepmom, and my dad's like, either you respect or you leave. So, I guess the dad was, and then he was like, well, no, because she's not treating me right. Something like that. And then the dad's like, okay, well, then you can't be in this house until, like, you know, you guys get it together. So, he kicked his own son out. That's what I thought the story went like. Oh. Anyways, picked her out, and then I told my parents. Because my parents, like, at the time, like, it was technically, like, my real, like, first boyfriend, you know? And my parents, like, felt bad, you know? Because I told them, like, the story, because that's what Cyclops told me. And my parents, being, like, super nice, they were like, well, you know what? For one night, he could he could spend the night with us, but he's going to have to sleep, like, in the living room, you know? I was like, right. okay, that's fine. So, like... Anyways, it was supposed to only be, like, a one-night, two-night stay max because 
my dad talked to him and I was like, oh, you can spend the night for one night. However, like the next night, like I prefer, like, hopefully you have somewhere else to go because Cyclops is saying like, yeah, I'll ask my friend, like if I can stay with him, blah, blah, blah. This man stayed in my house for like a month and a half. What? <laughs> yes. So what happened is I don't know, supposedly his friend like was like yeah i could let you spend the night for like one night but like you can't like live me live with me because what the hell so i didn't know this because i thought because every day i every day i was like when is he gonna leave not like like, get out of my house but like it's just like the hell right because he doesn't live there yeah it was kind of weird like yeah it's my boyfriend like it's cool and stuff but it's also like um you said this won't be for one night (laughs) i'm like week two now (laughs) so anyways um this is where everything just really went downhill so he started living with me it was kind of it was like cool but yet really weird at the same time because i was still in high school and like literally for graduation like it was weird because he supposedly he had like no relation with his relationship relationship with his family because he got like kicked out or whatever and i guess shunned but then he was still like talking to his dad on the side and obviously he still had contact with his sister because his sister like literally had nothing to do with it and like his sister was like younger than him yeah. So I was like, okay, it's fine. I'm like, if you text your sister. But I thought it was weird that he was texting his dad and the dad was like responding, like, oh, love you, son, and stuff. Because I'm like, wait, did what? you literally just kick him out? Right? I thought that was weird. So graduation comes and it's approaching. And I have figured, you know, we're going to carpool and like after we're going to go eat dinner together because he literally lives with me and like literally doesn't live at home. No, this guy is like, oh, yeah, by the way, my dad's going to pick me up. Uh, from graduation, and uh, we're gonna take pictures and stuff. What the? And I was really confused. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, after graduation, I'll just meet you at um your house because uh, I'm gonna go out to eat with my family." And I was so confused because huh? I was like, "Wait, didn't you get just kicked?" Like I was so confused. Right? Like, didn't you literally just get kicked out? Right? So I didn't think anything of much of it. Mind you, it was graduation, so I didn't want to start anything. So I was like, "Okay, like that's fine, whatever." So he comes back and he has like a bunch of balloons and like gifts and stuff and I'm like, huh? What? Like, I, you literally got kicked out. Anyways, <laughs> this is where I'm like, kind of like, hey, what's going on here? Anyways, the following week, like five days later, I believe, I had a trip to Hawaii that I planned with my friends back in January. So before right. I even like started talking to him, and he was like, no, don't go to Hawaii and blah blah blah. I was like, well, I literally bought the plane tickets back in January before yeah. I even met you. So I go. This man's still living at my house when I'm not there for a week. That's weird. Yeah, and it was really weird because at that point, my parents weren't home. My parents and my sister weren't home because my sister had a soccer tournament for the exact same week I left in Seattle. So my parents and my sister were there while my brother, my younger brother, um, was home. And my older brother was, like, staying with his girlfriend at the time. So it was really weird because I was like, what the? And we're going to go back to Hawaii. Let me just say... It was a really fun trip, however, he ruined it because I, at the time, my friend, (laughs) she snuck bottles in her suitcase to Hawaii. (laughs) Mind you, we're 18 at the time, so she was so scared in line for TSA. She was like, Sarah, I'm so scared. I was like, why? She's like, there's bottles in my bag. I was like, what do you mean (laughs) bottles? And I knew exactly what she meant, but I wanted her to say it. And she's like, I have literally alcohol in my bag. I was like, bro, (laughs) why? She's like, I thought I just wanted to have fun. And I was like, okay. I was like, was well, it in your checked-in bag or like, you know, the carry-on? She's like, no, it's like the check-in bag. She's like, I was like, oh, you'll you'll be fine because they don't usually like check or really care that much. 
because you're you're still allowed to bring it anyways yeah. so we get there right and like i think it was like second or third day we decided to open to the bottles like while we swim and mind you weren't like drinking drinking to like get blacked out or whatever it was like a like a drink or two like a shot or two and that's it because obviously we're swimming like we're not gonna get messed up right mind you also we're minors so if we get caught like what oh <laughs> so i forgot who i think one of my friends posted on their story like the bottles right and cyclops have Did all my friends on staff So he saw it, yeah, and immediately that led to a phone call and him getting mad at me for, like, a good four hours, and my friends can, like, contest this because they're, like, where the hell did Sarah go? And I was back in, like, the apartment, like, area that we were staying at, and they're, like, oh, God, like, she's arguing with, like, Cyclops or whatever. And this man was getting mad at me for drinking. Fast forward to two days later, I get a call at, I believe it was... Well, Hawaii is about three hours behind, so here it was, like, 8 a.m., so I got a call at, I think it was 5, yeah, 5 a.m. over there. Because I felt like my phone, like, yeah, vibrating, and I looked, and it's him, so I picked Mm -hmm. it up, and it's him just, like, sobbing, like, oh, my God, I messed up, I messed up, and I was like, what did you do? And then, um, guess what? What? He drank really heavy the night before and blacked out. Wow. He thought it would be a great idea to drive the next morning. <gasps> he thought it'd be a great idea to take my dad's car. No. Permission to drive. Yeah, he thought it'd be a good Bro. idea to take my dad's car oh my when he's God. hungover. Because if you're like blacked out, usually the next no, day literally. you wake up hungover. Bro. Or you're still like slightly drunk and hungover at the same time, which he was that, and decided to go drive <sighs> to his house where he supposedly got kicked out of and pick up his sister and take her to church however in pulling out of my driveway he hit my neighbor's car so he was crying on the phone to me like oh my god i hit your neighbor's car like i don't know what to do and i was like what the like i didn't know what to do like i'm in hawaii right now like i'm just trying to have a vacation and i'm here dealing with this bs and I was like, Jesus Christ. And I was like, well, you have to tell, like, my parents. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, I can't tell your parents. Mind you, my parents are still in Seattle with my sisters. So they don't know what the hell's going on. And the only one at the house is my younger brother. Or, well, technically, he's my older brother, but he's the younger of the two. And my brother knew exactly, like, what happened. But obviously, it's not, like, his right to tell, like, my parents. Like, right. oh, yeah, by the way, Cyclops did this. Because technically, Cyclops should be the one, like, hey, I did this. Yeah. like, yeah, either way, parents are going to be upset. But however, at least he's taking, you know charge a situation or whatever and owning up to it no he didn't and at this time he had a job at the car wash over here the classic car wash right right yeah. and at this time it was kind of new where they did the whole like oh if you make a dent in your car or whatever like they can repair it for you and like bump it out so he thought it'd be a good idea oh perfect i'll take your dad's car there oh and my do god it. so he popped out the dent and before he made this dent with my dad's car um there was another dent on the side of my dad's car so he decided to do both dents, like, out, you know, to make it look, like, nice, I guess. I don't know. Oh so God. then my parents come back home. I come back home from Hawaii. And he still has not told my parents at all. And Father's Day is approaching that following Sunday. No. So Father's Day rolls around. My dad just notices, like, his car. And my dad's like, oh, wow. Because, like, he knew Cyclops, like, worked at the, like, the car wash or whatever and, like, knew about the dents. And then my dad goes to Cyclops, like, oh, wow, like, thank you for fixing, like, the bump in my car, like, the previous bump, not the bump that, like, Cyclops caused. And Cyclops is like, yeah, happy early, like, Father's Day gift or whatever. And I was like, bro, like, that was your chance to tell him, but 
did it, right? So Cyclops, like, still refuses. He's like, oh, I got away with it. Like, it's fine. And I was, like, upset with him at this point. Yeah, I didn't want to show up because, like, we're technically, like, living together or whatever. I don't know. It was really weird. So then eventually, like, the neighbors come to my house. And my older brother is there because he's back from his girlfriend's house. And the neighbors are talking to him about, like, yo, so when are you going to, like, fix our car? And my oldest brother's, like, hella confused because he was not here at all. And then he... Yeah, and then the neighbor tells him, like, oh, well, you know, the white guy, Cyclops, like, hit our car. Oh like, God. like, what the hell is going to happen? Like, the insurance and stuff. And my brother was so confused. So then he eventually, like, told my parents, like, yo, Cyclops, like, used dad's car and, like, crashed it into the neighbor's car and also caused a dent in both his car and, like, their car. And my dad was so mad. Dude, my dad Which I don't blame him for. Yikes. I do not blame him for it because I would be so pissed. No, I'd be I pissed. So eventually my dad pulls him aside, Cyclops aside, and I was like, hey, like, it's not cool of you for what you did, but, like, I'll forgive you. However, like, we're going to need your insurance and stuff because technically it's it shouldn't be out of our insurance because, you know, it's not our fault. You're the one who took the car and it should be under your insurance or whatever. So his dad gets involved, right? Cyclops' dad all of a sudden, Cyclops is like, oh, my God, I have to talk to my dad and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then my dad's like, yeah, I'll give you, like, five days to figure this out. However, if you don't do within five days, like, I'm going to have to, like, kick you out of the house because it's only right, right? Because, like, he's messing up, like, not only our house, but, like, also, like, that he doesn't want to fix the neighbor's car. Yeah. So then eventually, fast forward five days, I, it was my friend's birthday, so I go to San Francisco with her and her other friend. And I'm there, you know, not thinking much of it while Cyclops is at my house. And then as I'm at my friend's house, I get a text from him saying, like, I got kicked out of your house. I was hella confused because, like, what? So apparently I go back home because my parents, both my parents picked me up and I knew there was something off with it. And they're like, yeah, we we kicked Cyclops out of the house. Like, he's really, like, toxic. Like, you can't be with him. Like, this man is literally, like, wild. And me still being dumb is like, no, no. Yeah, so anyways, you go home, Cyclops is at the park by my house, because I literally, like, five houses down from the park, and he's there with his duffel bag and stuff, and then he's telling me, like, don't believe what, don't believe what your parents say, and blah, 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 and my parents are like, don't believe what he says, blah, 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 and I'm like, who the hell do I believe? No, literally. Even though I know I should, which I started to believe my parents, because, like, everyone, I talked to everyone in my family individually, and they all had their stories aligned, while his was, like, fishy, and, like, made no sense, because every time I'd ask him, like, it'd be, like, you know, different. And I was like, what the? Eventually, I was like, well, you can't come back in the house. Like, my dad kicked you out. Like, you can't come back in. Like, there's no way of convincing him. Because my dad is, like, stubborn. Once he has, like, a decision, like, it sticks with him. Like, you can bear Like, you cannot no, change my mind. My dad, too. Yeah, I feel like most dads are. Anyways, <laughs> so he's like, well, I guess I'm going to be homeless for the night. So I guess he sleeps by a creek by my house. I don't know. And then he was just really mad at me because he was like, how could you choose, like, them over me? And I'm like, first off, they're my family. Second of all, like, your stories weren't aligning. And, like, my parents or my family's, like, story was all aligning. Anyways, <sighs> so annoying. Anyways, the next day, it was the 4th of July. And that earlier morning, he's like, oh, my God, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, like, love you too, whatever. And then he was like, oh, we need to talk in person or blah, blah, blah. Like, we need to discuss something. So it's like, okay. So I leave, like, my brother's girlfriend's, like, apartment area. I come to the park. He's like, oh, meet me at the park at 3 p.m. So I go, and I was like, where are you? He's like, oh, I'm not allowed to leave to go to the park. What? Where was he between um, sleeping at the creek to 3 p.m.? Oh, guess what? He's back at his house. What he was the- like, yeah, my stepmom won't let me leave the house and go to the park. And I was mad because I'm like, you, I literally left my brother's girlfriend's house to 
just come to you to talk and you're telling me you can't leave and you couldn't have told me this anytime sooner. And he was like, well, sorry. And I was like, no, you get your ass to the park right now. Otherwise, we're going to talk on the phone. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, well, I can't really talk on the phone. I was like, talk on the phone because I literally love just to talk to you. So eventually he gets his phone and we're talking. He's like, yeah, I'm breaking up with you. Like, you're just like everyone else. You just follow the crowd. Like, he basically called me a piece of shit and stuff. And I was like, what the, Where the hell did this come from? Just because my dad kicked you out of the house. I like, was like, bro, you're too good for him. Such garbage. Anyways um eventually um yeah he breaks up with me and I was like hella confused because I was like wait you literally were saying like I love you what like 10 hours ago and all of a sudden you're like yeah we can't be together blah 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 and he was just like mad on the phone so I was like okay whatever and then obviously my family was happy like oh my god yay and I was (laughs) sad because I was like what the hell just happened here like cool I'm like switch anyways I went to my friend's house later that day for fourth of July like barbecue to get my mind off things and then the following Monday this man's like text or like meet me or the next day he's actually texting me I was like hey good morning like how are you feeling I'm like what's up you literally just said you don't want to speak to me ever again in your life and you're texting me anyways my dumbass went back to home on Monday, he's like, meet me at the McDonald's. Mind you, I biked all the way over there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I biked all the way to the McDonald's by Pioneer High School. No. Area. Yeah. That's hella far. It's a good two miles from my house. Yeah, Bro. I was sweaty because it was summertime. <sighs> but I did it. And then he was all talking like, I'm so sorry how I treated you. Like, I took everything for, like, a mistake. Like, for like granted and like all that stuff and my dumb ass was like oh my god it's okay <laughs> so i took him back and then no. later, <laughs> literally my body's like no uh, and then a month later he leaves for like the army or whatever to georgia or something and then once he leaves everything was so smooth because all you could do is send letters like you could barely talk on the phone because it's like basic training where they're not allowed to have phones or anything it's like all locked up so it's all letters, and the letter's like, oh, my God, I love you. I miss you so much. Like, can't wait to see you. So I was like, okay, like, everything seems fine. No. <laughs> so then his graduation is, like, the week before Thanksgiving in November of 2000. Yeah, 2017. This all happened within, like, a couple months. Wow. And I decided to be, like, nice and surprise him to his graduation. So he had no idea. I got tickets with his family, like, staying at the same hotel with his family. Like, everything was like with his family but like his family didn't tell him anything and like he was all sad like oh my god I wish you could come to my like graduation and stuff and I was like oh me too but like school you know which literally school <sighs> so anyways I decided to surprise this man and I turn off my location because we always share a location yeah but this man would like track my location I guess yeah that's because he got his phone back for that weekend because of like families visiting and like graduation and he was like, where are you? Why'd you stop sharing your location and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, it's like nothing. Like, I thought it was like showing you blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, it's not showing or whatever. But he didn't make a big deal of it. So then the next day, I see him at his graduation, surprise him. And I thought this man would be more happy. But he was just like, oh, hey, you came. What? Like, hey. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, aren't you excited? He's like, yeah, I am. But, like, he did not look excited at all or, like, shocked or anything. And I was like, okay, it was kind of weird. So, anyways, graduation was, like, at 10 in the morning over there. And then by the time, like, we finished, like, eating dinner and stuff and, like, went back to the hotel, it was, like, 6 p.m. or something. And he's like, oh, like, do you want to hang out in, like, the hotel lobby? And I was like, sure. Like, why not? So, we go. We buy ice cream. And I 
kid you not, within the first five minutes, this man starts an argument. What? He's like, so I heard, he's like, I heard about you and like, um, I won't say the guy's name. He's like, oh, I heard about you and like this guy. Like, how are you two doing? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, well, I heard stories about you guys. I was like, what do you mean stories? Mind you, I literally did nothing with this guy ever in my life. I literally just say hi, and that's it. And mind you, we had the same classes in high school. Like, that's it. And I was like, well, what stories did you hear? He's like, oh, nothing, nothing. Like, I don't want to say it because I already know you know the stories. He's like, no, tell me the stories and blah, blah, blah. So he just started a full-on argument my first day of being there and not seeing him since July. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Just started arguments. Eventually, I leave because we fly out, like, two days later. And then after that, they get to keep their phones and stuff. So, like, he would call me nonstop. Like, as soon as I got out of class, boom, call me, like, just till I had to fall asleep and mind you like my grades were like going down at this point because anytime I was like oh I have to go like I have to do homework because I don't think this man realized how much homework you get in college and how much you got like you you have to rely on the homework let alone essays or like midterms and stuff because they will bring your grade down if you don't do them or you don't do them well (laughs) as uh, we have uh, gone through anyways I don't think he comprehended or he's been out of school for so long where he forgot he's like well can't you do it later i'm like bro it's literally like 6 p.m here anyways we'd get in arguments because he didn't want me to do like my homework because he wanted me to pay attention to him or whatever and then he'd get mad saying like i pay more attention to like school than i do to him i was like sir it's my education (laughs) i was like i don't know what to expect and he would just get mad at me over the smallest things and like at this time i was carpooling with my friend to deanza so she would hear all combos and all their arguments I got with him. And she just, like, listened. And she, I could just see her eyes, like, get all big, like, um, oh, ma'am, why are you still with this guy? And, yeah, this man was literally crazy. He'd call me nonstop. And I remember towards the end of our relationship, that's when everything just really, like, boom, like, car crash. It was, like, winter break because he came for two weeks. And that's when everything just went downhill, like, every single day. I mean, every single day would argue because he would just find something to argue about it was just so annoying. Right. <laughs> so it makes me so mad talking did he, about it. And then, like, did he ask your dad for his blessing? Because I have to imagine your dad would have said no. Okay, I will get there because that's where I was about to actually start talking. <laughs> so then um, he would, uh, yeah, he would argue like every single day. And it got to the point where one day he was arguing with me all the the phone when he was back at his house and his stepmom texted me because I had the stepmom's number she texted me she's like Sarah like you should not be with him like I don't know why like no no guy should ever like raise their voice to a woman which is right because why the hell she's saying like oh my god like no guy should ever be raising your voice at you let alone any woman like I'm so sorry my stepson is treating you like this like you should not be in a relationship like this like this is super toxic like, if he ever tries to, like, talk to you again like this, like, tell him, talk to me with a normal voice or just don't talk to me or I'm going to hang up because don't appreciate being talked. And I'm like, damn, this is coming from his stepmom. For and real? then during this time when she was telling me this, she also was, like, telling me in person, like, oh, by the way, when he said he got kicked out of the house, he's, she's like, none of us kicked him out of the house. He decided oh. to leave the house himself. The, uh, the- so he never got kicked out from the house. He decided to leave, which it all made sense as to why his, you know, he celebrated graduation with his family and why he still kept in contact with his sister and his dad. And this whole time I was like, damn, I was really just played and used this whole time just so he could live with me for a month and a half. 
And I was so mad when she told me that. And I remember I confronted him, and he's like, and he kept flipping his story. Like, he could not this story because he forgot the lie he told me in the beginning. Oh, my so God. So it was like, oh, yeah, I got kicked out. Oh, wait, no, like, yeah, I kind of moved on myself, but, like, my stepmom still kicked me out. It's like all his stories, like, just didn't align. I yeah, was so mad. Yeah, and then eventually, yeah, any guy who talked to me or snapped me or, like, literally, and the snap would just be, like, a normal snap, like, hey, or, like, just, like, a DM from anyone, he would get so mad and just start an argument, and let alone even for my friends. Like, he would get mad at me, like, giving attention to my friends, literally just texting, like, hey, how are you? Like, he'd be like, why are you texting them? And I'll be oh like, my God. sir, this is a woman. What am I going to do? <laughs> and, uh, anyways, yeah, about that blessing. Um, no, he never asked my parents. Um, so this came up because at this time, my brother, not the oldest, oldest one who was living with his girlfriend, but the other brother who's younger mm-hmm. than the older one. Um, so he has a girlfriend and he's still with her. He, um, I don't know, Cyclops somehow like kind of came close, like became close with like his with uh, my brother's girlfriend during the time I was gone, I guess, from Hawaii, because, like, I guess she was over or whatever. Yeah. And so he would, like, talk to her and be like, oh, like, how's Sarah doing? Like, where's Sarah doing? Like, oh, do you think I should do this with Sarah? Blah, 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 right? And, like, she would give her opinion. So then one time on Snap, because that's all he had, he didn't have her number, he asked her, like, oh, how would you feel about Sarah and I getting married? And she was like, what? (laughs) Me. And then, yeah, so then he was asking, like, marriage questions, right? And I guess she told my parents and my whole family, like, hey, like, Cyclops is like asking like me about Sarah me about like um him and like Sarah like getting married and blah 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 and that's I remember I came home from work I believe and I came home from work and I was literally about to go shower and stuff but as soon as I walked in the door my mom had this face and I've never seen my mom so mad before in her life she was like you need to go in the living room and sit down right now and I was like oh my god what the hell just happened because I was so confused because nobody like warned me I didn't know anything like and I sit down, and I kid you not, this combo is about three to four hours long, saying, Jesus. like, why the hell are you getting right. married? Like, why would you get with him? And they're, like, all trying to, like, talk, like, you cannot be with this guy, blah, 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 right? Wait, but, like, he didn't even propose at this point, right? No, he didn't. So, it like, was you're, just, like, like, what talk. the... <laughs> yeah, I was really confused. I was, like, we're not getting married. Like, I, I don't know where you're getting this from, blah, 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 and all this. And then at this point, because this this point, he's already back and flew back to Georgia or whatever. And then I think it was the following week, mind you, he's still arguing with me every single day. It's just, I don't know why I decided to stay. I'm going to be honest. I, I guess I just like the drama. I, I don't know any <laughs> other reason, like, but it also made me really mad to where, like, I wasn't eating much. Because have you ever gotten that feeling where you got, like, so yes. mad to where, like, you're just not hungry and, like, you're just full of just, like, anger to where it's just, like... My tummy is full of rage. Pretty much, yeah. And then eventually that following week, yeah, we were on FaceTime and he was arguing with me. And I just got home from work too. And I was like parked by my house and he was just arguing with me for like a good, because I got off of work at 9.30 p.m. Because he used to get off at 9.30. He was arguing with me till like midnight. What the? And all of a sudden the mood changed and he was like, oh, he was like, do you remember the box I gave you, like, before I left? And I was like, yeah. And he gave me this box, right? And he's like, oh, don't open it. He's like, I want you to open it. So I go in the house, open it. And it's a ring, like, an engagement ring. I was like, what the hell is this? And my head was like, what the hell is this? But, like, I was like, I was like, wait, what? I was like, that was in there? And then he was, like, doing, like, this whole proposal, like, after having, like, this big-ass argument. Yeah, right? what the? And I, and I wanted to say no, right? 
but I knew exactly what I would get myself into if I said no. And I was so tired. Like my eyes were shutting. So I just said yes. So I could just shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So then. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. So I said yes. And then yeah, a week later I ended things with him because it was just, I just literally had my breaking point because one of the last points, because, like, everything, like, couldn't talk to friends, couldn't talk to anyone, couldn't even talk to my own family members, had to pay attention to him, couldn't even focus on school. Grades were dropping because I was focusing on him, which is some BS because I should have been focusing on school. Me. It was just everything. <laughs> like, he would just point out, oh, it was just everything. And then the last point was he was giving me ultimatums. Like, it's either, like, that friend or me. Like, Freaking who are you going to pick? Like, your friend or me. And I was like, are you for real, like, an ultimatum? Like, that's crazy. He's like, if you pick your friend, like, this relationship's over. But if you pick me, like, we can continue being together. It was just, like, a bunch of rules. Also, he wanted me to move all the way to North Carolina with him. Right. Literally I the middle remember. of nowhere. You were Mind telling you, me about this. I'm brown. He's white. So <laughs> they're going to, like. They're gonna know. Nobody's gonna know. They're gonna know. How would they know? I already went to Georgia once. Let me just say, I was getting some stares over there. I was like, I do not feel comfy over here. Yeah, and he was like, we'll just do school online. And I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. he wanted me to change my whole life, my whole career goals and everything just to be centered around him, which I was like, hell no. So eventually (laughs) I just had enough of it and I ended things with him. Thank God. Yeah. I Yeah, it was uh, fun. And he blackmailed me. Fun. Love he, that. Uh, he threatened me. Fun. He blackmailed yeah, he blackmailed me. He threatened me. Oh my he God. um called me yeah, he called me pretty much everything that he did and said. Uh, could have got him kicked out of the army. However, I didn't do it because I knew I'd have to do a bunch of paperwork, which I wasn't willing to do, you're nor like, was it worth my time. Girl, that <laughs> sounds like too much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But he fit a restraining order. I could have gotten one on him because he threatened me like all the time. I was like, what the? Yeah, hell? he's scary. Yeah, and I remember I put it on Twitter, like the whole thing, and like that thing like blew up. Like a bunch of people from high school, were like, oh my god, like I never knew he was like this, and blah blah. blah. I was like, yeah, like this man is like literally crazy. And then I remember two months later, I guess he somehow found my Twitter. Well, not found it because I still had Twitter, like technically, when we're still together. He like, I don't know if he was like stalking my Twitter or if like a friend or someone oh told him about it. And then I remember he like DM me and was like, hey what's on your twitter like take it down and blah 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 like all this bs and i was like no what the <laughs> yeah but flash forward to now i guess he got a woman pregnant she's got already two kids <laughs> about half three um marrying she's older than him so yeah i guess i guess he's living his life in north carolina now wow the parallels between mm, your know. whole well, experience is uh wild yeah Oh, man. I remember, like, being on the bus on the way to Lane in Oregon when when I found out that you were engaged. And I remember texting you, like, oh, my God, are you going to move? Like, where's your wedding going to be? And I was, like, excited for you, but I wasn't, you know, like, I wasn't there for college. So, like, I had no idea that all this was happening because we were, like, we were tight in high school. And then I feel like that summer we just like didn't talk much so I feel like we didn't talk much when I was first starting college in Oregon and like I can't even I could not even tell you why we started hanging out again but I'm so glad that we did well to be fair during that time period you weren't the only one I wasn't talking to I literally cut off 
every friend in my life because Cyclops wanted me to focus just on him and would get so mad at me giving anyone else attention. So that's a reason. And then also, yeah, none of my friends knew anything about this until the day I broke up with Cyclops. And I remember I FaceTimed Maddie. And she was like, wait, what, 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 what is going on? <laughs> also, mind you, this guy towards the end of our relationship would call my house phone at three in the Why? morning if I didn't pick up my phone. Yeah. So if I didn't answer my phone, because I, I, it would wake me up because of the, like the, the vibration, which is why now I have a different like, um, ringtone for my phone because that gives me PTSD. Yeah. It still scares me. Anyways. Um, if I didn't pick up my phone, which you would automatically wake me up because I'd be like, oh, God, he's calling. But I don't want to talk to him. So I'd just say, like, I'm sleeping because, you know, time zone differences or whatever. Yeah. So I just wouldn't respond. So he'd call my house phone multiple times and wake up everyone in the house but didn't pick up. And he'd just keep calling and calling and calling the house phone until I eventually heard it and then would pick up and call from my phone. What the? And my parents would be so mad. And then I'll never forget when he texted my mom when we broke up. And he's like, yeah, just let you know. He was like, hi, Mrs. Campista. This is Cyclops. Just want to let you know that every single time I was with your daughter, we were like 99% sexually active. Um, yeah, I think you should check awful. her into. I think you should. Wait, no, it gets better. I think you should check her into a mental hospital because she mentioned <laughs> that she's suicidal. And that I was like, hold up. I'll never forget my mom sent me a screenshot and she called me right away. And she was like read this i can't believe he said this and she started laughing and then i was like he said i was suicidal mind you i said i was feeling like kind of sad because you know everyone you know feels sad sometimes yeah and this man took it like as if i were suicidal oh my god he goes sarah has a gun in her mouth right now miss campista as i'm at the habit with my friend trying to eat this burger but i couldn't (laughs) eat this burger because i was so mad oh yeah he was something, dude. I didn't know that he was, like, capable of being, like, crazy. Hold on, Ella's yeah. screaming. Oh, my God. Ella. <laughs> Could you hear her cat noises? I did. <laughs> For everybody listening, Sarah has had the pleasure of... <laughs> Hearing me talk about all these things individually as they happened live. So yes, props I have. to, props to Sarah for sitting through it again. Let me just let me just say, it felt like watching the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it other than it was action and drama filled. For real. The way that I'm going to like cut a ton of stuff out of this too, but we'll see how it goes. Gotta keep it PG thirteen. I know, right? We gotta keep it clean. <laughs> All right. Well, I met Professor X, Charles Xavier, whoever you wanna call him, um, at work in the summer, and he has this way about him, where, like, I've been told he's not very attractive. I can second that. <laughs> However, (laughs) I thought he was kind of cute, and I thought that he was really sweet because he would, like, go out of his way to make me feel included. So, like, at work, you know, I'm, like, a a civilian team member, and he was, like, a team lead. And, like, obviously, you know, I'm not going to say his name, but I am going to say his job. 
which was that he's like, oh yeah, I'm a paramedic. And he like talked big, like he talked mad a paramedic. And so we always did like this paramedic question of the day. So every day he would come running over to me. He'd park on the side of the building that he knew I was going to be at. And he'd make an effort to come over several times to answer a question from my little question bag for me. And it just like made me Uh feel so special. I mean, like, probably I shouldn't because I should be working. But like, I mean, it's I'm still wiping carts while we're talking. So still the little things that matter. I know. I was like, wow, the chivalry isn't dead. (laughs) Uh, but wait. <laughs> <laughs> just wait so this is like the time period where we kind of didn't know what was going on with our like home situation in the sense that I thought we were not moving for two years and then my dad is like we're moving in like four months <laughs> and I was like wait what (laughs) so but we didn't have like a for sure date because our house was not on the market yet so we didn't know like when we're moving to texas when we're not so being me i you know really look up to professor x and i was like you know i do this with all my friends like i wanted to hang out with him before I move like I mean I hung out with you I hung out with Brie I hung out with Nick like it's just something I do so I didn't think anything of it I asked him like hey you know like let's hang out and he texted me because I've been told by other people um that he like doesn't go out much they're like oh good luck getting Charles out like he's not gonna come out um So I was, like, really surprised because he texted me and was like, hey, what are you doing right now? I'm like, I'm picking up food for my dad with my mom right now. Um, I'm like, I could get out of the car, though, and walk back to the house. He's like, no, 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 like, you, you know, have fun with your mom. I was just thinking about going out. And I'm like, well, I'll be back in, like, 20 minutes if you want to wait a minute. He's like, okay, I'll come pick you up. I'm like, all right. So he's like, I kind of want to surprise, like, surprise you, so don't really know like where we're gonna go yet I'm like okay we can you know figure it out when like when you get here and I will never forget this oh my god this gives me such PTSD like what (laughs) I hate this when he pulled up (laughs) when he pulled up to my house and I opened the door to his car and I don't know what the f*** expecting because at work you know he's so clean cut like I I I say cautiously, like, he's got, you know, like, decently clean jeans and, like, a red polo shirt, and he pulls up, he's in, like, black mesh, like, basketball shorts and a black, like, t-shirt, and first of all, a girl got dressed up for this, like, I don't get dressed up, and I had, like, my nice jeans, a crop top, I did my hair, and I put on makeup, and he's just sitting there with this big-ass grin, and he's got these douchey sunglasses on, and he, when I open the door, he, like, turns his head and just smiles, and for some reason, that moment just replays in my head, because I'm like, I should not have gotten in the car, like, I should have just not, but I did anyways, because I'm like, oh, but he's, like, he's so sweet, and he's, like, nice to me, but I'm, like, I wish I didn't get in the car. Um, Big regretty. <laughs> for real. Um, And we drive around for, like, straight up, like, 30 minutes, because he's like, okay, where do you want to go? And I'm like, literally, it's corona, like, everything was closed, and 
I'm like uh-huh. indecisive. I'm like, I don't like being put on the spot. And so we drive around like literally in circles for like 30 minutes. We're just kind of talking and he eventually is like, let's go to a key since like, you know, like I hear you talking about a key and I'm like thinking about it now. I'm like this bitch, you probably had that planned, but we go True. to a key and if anyone is familiar, they make industrial strength margaritas. And let me say, I had never finished a full one by myself until that night. And it didn't hit me right away, but, like, when it did, like, it hit. And he's like, he's like, you want to go, you know, like, you want to go to, like, a liquor store? Like, let's get some more. I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, 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 let's go, like, I'll buy. And so he takes me to this liquor store on Almaden Expressway and, like, Redmond. And I literally could not walk in a straight line. Like, I was not there at all. Like, I had to pretend to be sober when we entered the establishment because I was like, I just, I don't know what's going on right now. And he picks out these, like, apple or, like, peach something because he knew I would drink it, even though he doesn't like, like, fruity drinks. I'm like, whatever. Like, whatever. Okay? Like, you're a man. I get it. Whatever. Um, and he takes me to the park and for the sake of keeping this podcast appropriate, I'm like, I'm not going to go into details of what he liked to do at this park, but I will say it, it, it was grooming and he like threatened me and like my job. So he's like, if you tell anyone at work that we're seeing each other, whatever, outside of work, he's like you'll be fired and they'll keep me because like I'm the boss man so they're gonna keep me I'm like whatever um and also that was a lie that's straight up false so don't believe that if anybody tells you that um what else about this man his red flag alert (laughs) his oh his lies Sarah oh god (laughs) start with them because every single thing that came out of his mouth Jesus Christ so okay let me Let me break this down for you because this man is a lot. So he tells me in the one month that we're together, he's like, yeah, you know, I, you know, invested like $15,000 when I was like 15 years old and I made like a hundred thousand something off stocks alone last year with this one company and go to Cancun every other year and I just bought myself a boat blah 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 and he's like he talks so big about all this money that he has he's like got two Mm -hmm. cars he has his fancy sports car he has a $27,000 fish tank in his house three of them actually um which is quite ridiculous Anyways, so he likes to paint himself as, like, a Tony Stark kind of guy, but he's... I don't see the similarities. (laughs) He, like, wishes he was a playboy philanthropist. (laughs) Anyways, so that's some of his lies. And then we've also got his lovely text messages. So this man likes to say things like a woman's job is to serve the man and like servant girlfriend sounds sexy to me and i'm like what the like this is you know this goes against every like feminist bone in my body so i was like 
what does that even mean? You know, and I asked him and he's like, well, I like to be dominant. So like that means I wear the pants in the relationship and like it means this, this, this. And I'm like, what the heck? And he's like, you know, here's some rules. And I'm like, you, you must be joking. (laughs) Like there is no way this is real. And he's like, rule number one, you're never allowed to tell me no. Your lack of consent is a turn on. I'm like, like, what the hell? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, that was such a red flag for me. And that's the only red flag that I actually, like, acted on, first of all. So, like, I constantly yeah. was telling him, oh, like, hey, you know, I'm a virgin i'm like not comfortable with this like i need you to know what i'm comfortable with if this is gonna move forward and if i say a hard no to something like you need to respect that and he had a freaking temper tantrum he's 30 years old and he had a temper tantrum he's like well you can't say that you're not supposed to tell me no you have to do what i want like this is a trust thing if you don't trust me it's not gonna work and i'm like bro are you mad at me for that and he's like just disappointed like good night kayla i'm like are you freaking kidding me and he he's very manipulative in the way he'll phrase things so he totally made me feel like this is all on me like it's my fault because i'm not ready and i don't want to do like some crazy sex thing And I'm like, okay, maybe this is me projecting my trust issues from Wolverine onto Professor X. And I'm like, you know, that's not fair to him. I know that I like to take things slower. Maybe it is on me. Ladies, it is not on you. (laughs) Also, can I just say, at least Christian Drake. Christian Grey knew the word no and would stop. Like, yeah, the man had rules, but at least if he said no, he'd be like, okay. Yeah, no, so Fifty Shades is, like, he he literally compared it to that. He's, like, yeah, so I'm, like, the Christian Grey, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, Christian Grey has the safe word, the hard limits. They they talk about it, and they come to an agreement of what is okay and what is not. Like, there are boundaries, right? But he didn't have that. He's, like, you need to trust me. So, for example, I I may or may not cut this out because this is, like, really vulgar, but he's, like... Well, you have to trust me with like a winky face i'm like bitch i know you're not gonna stop me no what he wouldn't the... he'd probably like no he wouldn't he wouldn't knowing no mm-hmm. that's a lie no literally just like everything else he's told in his life i know right he oh my god he just talks so big he's like yeah i wear magnum condoms xl because i'm like 12 inches i'm like whatever man oh my god men are so fragile anyways this man also can't spell um, I I think I sent you screenshots, but he can't spell the word apple. So yes, what <laughs> when we were talking about apple cider, he spells it A P L E S I D E R. So you think that? <laughs> and he apple can't would help spell him with um, the autocorrect, but uh, no, right? He can't spell Halloween. He spells it Halloween. <laughs> um. Mm. I can't even begin to describe the way he spells automatically. Get yourself an educated man. (laughs) 
literally i felt uh because like i'm really big into books and writing and reading and so spelling errors and grammatical errors are such a turn off for me for whether it's reading or like just the way that people speak and so anytime he texted me i'm like oh my mans can't spell and it like pained my soul so much um like what else he does cocaine i'm so not proud of having been with this man because i remember getting in his car once and he's like oh yeah i was at this like party for a two-year-old and my neighbor asked me if i wanted some coke and i said yeah and it took me a minute and i'm like oh my god you're not talking about coca-cola are you and he's like no like i'm talking about like i literally sarah i thought he meant he offered him a drink i'm like yeah big deal like whatever like i like sprite and he's like i'm talking about the drug and i was like why would you do that like i was so mad at him because he just thinks it's funny like he's like he thinks it makes him look cool and i'm like it doesn't make you look cool though it makes you look stupid you're 30 years old and he just does you know like the total bare minimum so anytime he was trying to like you know get me back after i dumped him he's like hey i thought of you when i was getting dressed this morning and it's like a flannel and he just rolled the sleeves because i think it's hot and i'm like so you got dressed he's like and i have my hair down and i'm like so you didn't do your hair and you put on a shirt like a big boy like congratulations yay he's like with them blue green eyes and a smile you can see i'm like you're wearing a mask bro no one can see this supposed smile but all right i don't know he was just the worst like he's just the worst kind of guy he's trying to guilt me after i broke up with him the whole time i'm like because he knows my mental illness triggers like he knows how to make me feel terrible all the time he takes me for granted and like here's wow here's the real tea that nobody else in my family knows except for my grandma (laughs) so he talks so big about his paramedic stuff like he sent me photos of him at his like graduation he called it he made me spray paint him a picture of him as a paramedic that says Dr. Professor X. <laughs> and <laughs> I almost slipped up there for a minute. <laughs> and I just like, you know, we do our question of the day and it was just literally a whole thing. And it's not just something he told me, like everybody at work calls him Dr. Professor X. Like it's a, it's a whole thing and it's kind of stupid. So, I need to just take a minute to justify my actions here. So, he told me that he was in school to be a respiratory therapist, which, you know, means that he would have access to anesthesia. And knowing, one, that he's manipulative, two, that he's an incredible liar and he grooms people, and three just the sexual abuse stuff that he did to me, I was like, I really feel uncomfortable letting him go into a a field of work where he has access to anesthesia. 
and also just practicing medicine in general, it, like, it makes me unsettled. So, Which is valid, because a man's wild. Yeah, like, I just didn't trust it, you know? And kind of the same way that, you know, if someone is assaulted and you report it and it stops them from doing it to someone else, like, I kind of wanted to be, like, the last person he did this to. And so I was like, I'm gonna do something about this. So... This actually came to me in a dream, so I'm surprised it worked, but I I emailed his school that he got, like, he got his graduation certified whatever thing from, and I was talking to this guy, Matt, and he told me, you know, like, hey, I hear you, we totally take this seriously, like, but we're just a school. He's like, you know, we, we don't control what they do after. All we do is we teach a class and we give him a certificate that says we recommend this person become an EMT, but they don't actually get certified at this school. So literally it's like a CPR class and you get like your little like, I'm certifying for two years. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's like a class. And so I'm like, okay. And he's like, but, you know, I recommend that you go directly through the county that he would have been practicing in and go from there and go like up the ladder I'm like okay so obviously we're from San Jose so Santa Clara County is who I would be going to so I then call this guy Daniel from Santa Clara County and well I actually emailed him first and he called me back so I emailed him told him the whole shebang and thank god like these men were very respectful because I'm I'm honestly not even going to lie. I'm a judgmental person and when I got a voicemail that sounded like it was from like a middle-aged white man, I was like he's not going to believe me. <laughs> like he's going to side with him, you know what I mean? And I just that was just my assumption. So I was very pleasantly surprised that they were both like extremely respectful and supportive. So I talked to this guy Daniel and he's like, "Hey, you know, the email I just sent you back is very blunt. So he's like, I wanted to call you to make it more personal and like kind of explain to you what the situation is. I was like, I appreciate that. Thank you. You know, go on. And he's like, so he's like, we took the information you gave. He's like, first of all, sorry, you had to go through that. Uh, This man sounds like a piece of is word for word what he said. And he's like, you know, we searched our databases and then we actually contacted the state of California on your behalf because this, you know, this behavior is reprehensible. And he tells me, he's like, we talked to the people at the state, the entire state of California. And he tells me there is no Charles Xavier that is or was a paramedic or EMT. And I said, what? What? <laughs> Literally the pause that ensued when he said that, because he could tell I was shocked. I, he's like, you know, I don't know why someone would lie about this. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. I'm like, sorry. I'm like, say that again. Say that again. And know that if you're lying to me, I will find you and I will skin you. Again, because I simply... Like, I don't understand. And he's like, we looked everything up. He goes, we looked up Charles. We looked up Charles Xavier. Charles' middle name Xavier. He's like, there is no record of that person under that name 
or any variation of their name practicing EMT or paramedics in California. So he never That's so like scary. he so he never had his license. He never was certified. So this whole time that we're dating and he's pulling out his like his freaking ID and is like, "Oh, I should get this other thing like, you know, recertified." It was like a lie. I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like that's laughable. This is satire." Like I simply don't you know, I mean like I'm not surprised that he lied, but also like what the <laughs> like that's yeah. crazy. And I like I definitely took a minute because I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, that's just wild because he has sent me, this is another crazy thing he does. He has sent me photos of him hooking himself up to like a medical grade saline IV, like because he was too hungover. And it's like, I don't know what it's called because like you're in medicine. Maybe you know what it's called. The thing with the needle that goes in your arm and you like tape it there. Like the IV? Is, is that part the actual IV? Like a, it's like like the, a saline solution type of thing? So he has like the saline bag, but he also has the tubing. And then he's got, it's the needle and you tape it. And it's got this separate tube where you can t- attach like medicine to it, you know, and pump that in too. So you only have to put one needle in. Like I, see. A, I don't know what it's called but uh any medical professionals out there it was one of those and I looked it up and it's like you know like it's a medical grade thing like you need a license to buy it most times and also they're expensive so I'm like if he didn't have a license you know and he probably doesn't have this money um like where is he getting this from because he told me he stole it from an ambulance while he was a paramedic and he was never a paramedic so I'm like what the like I don't huh <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah, that's um, that's it's freaky. so suspicious. And similar to Cyclops, um, Professor X has also knocked up quite a few women. So he's got one daughter who's like eight now that he doesn't have custody of, and he doesn't like pay child support, or he does, but he does in a way that it doesn't cover her. So he can't get pinned for it. It's literally stupid. It's actually disgusting. Like I'm offended for his ex that he does that. And then, you know, like, he just knocked up this other woman who probably has had her baby by now. And I I called him out. I asked him about it, like, months ago. Uh, Well, I asked him when we were first together, and he was like, no, it's not mine. And, like, he lied to me about why they broke up. And then he, you know, like, I asked him recently. I'm like, hey, rumors are going around that, you know, this baby is yours. Like, is that true? And he's like no like what the he's like I would never lie to you he's like I only have one daughter and I told you about her like blah blah blah. I'm like okay so you've now just lied to my face so yeah we're over that (laughs) but like I don't know I I really hate that I thought that I loved him you know because I almost said it once to my grandma on the phone. She was asking me about him, and I I almost said, like, I love him. But I caught myself because I was like, I don't want to say it, like, out loud until, like, I I mean it. And so I never said it, and he asked me about it once. He never said it to me, but he asked. He's like, do you love me? Do you want to have my kids? I'm like, what the? Like, bro. First off, you don't want your own kids. That's what I said. You don't even want your kids. Why are you asking me if I want your kids? Absolutely not. (laughs) Ugh, I'm like, I'm ashamed that he let me, or he, 
he I let him talk me into like having sex with him because I'm like ugh. like I wish that I could take it back a little yeah. bit but at the same time I'm like you know experience is experience I'll take it but at the same time like very you know it was not like oh that was sweet like my first time it's like no like the lights were off and it was traumatic and I think about it all the time but (laughs) literally and uh, I'm thankful for friends like you and like Brie and shout out Rhiannon and Jenny for convincing me to break up with him because I was not prepared to do it in the slightest (laughs) well thank god you did because the man was just crazier after oh my god like the way that my mom was so happy when i (laughs) i told her that i dumped him like i obviously like you know like was sad and conflicted but like i took her to mr mojitos um and we had some mojitos and i told her like all the stuff that i wasn't telling her about like the gross stuff he was doing and yeah she was like I she's like I'm shocked she's like I cannot believe I mean she's like your dad and I never liked him because he wouldn't come meet us and like he never came to the door to get you but she's like I'm so glad that like you're not with that anymore because she's like I think he would have started hitting you or something I'm like you know you right you know you're not wrong mom for real and then he he called out sick for like a week and my mom's like you broke him she's like i think it's so funny that he thinks he's the shit and you dumped him she thinks that's awesome <laughs> true shout the first out time ever, he's like i don't know how to act literally he was like oh my god and then he was like being mean to me at work too i'm like really like you're acting like a child coming over to starbucks to glare at me when you work in the back like whatever you're like sir you are over 30 get it together literally like i simply cease to understand how he's gotten away with this for so long yeah yeah we love it i'm uh in therapy so (laughs) shout out (laughs) shout out for that being on my list now for therapy For real, I got the growing list, and, like, now I, you know, don't trust men, I've got PTSD, I have trust issues about dating, but whatever, it's all fine. Maybe white men are not the move. (laughs) White men with that haircut? White men who specifically are both built similarly are not the move. Who put rules on it and knock up women? (laughs) Yeah... Not the move, or men who make up, who uh, create rules, you know? We don't want that here. We don't need it. We don't want it. Keep it to yourself or take it somewhere Please. else. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I know, like, there's no, like, I mean, ending, obviously. I was going to say there's no happy ending because um, it's ongoing. But, like, you have a really nice boyfriend now. I'm still single, but I'm, like, I'm much happier single than I was in a relationship, and I'm, like, oh, yeah. really excited to meet the right guy whenever that is, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of chilling. Let me just say the moment, and I'm pretty sure you can relate, is, like, as soon as you let go, yeah, it was sad, and you're also mad, but then it's, like, you just feel so free. Did you <laughs> like, also oh have God. that, like, deep breath moment? Because I remember... Like, I dumped him at, like, in the morning or something, and then that night, I went to sleep, and the next morning after that, I remember going into the kitchen, and I'm like, Mom, that was, like, 
the most restful sleep that I have had in a month because it was the first time I was not worrying about him about his safety about if he's mad at me like it was like so like freeing I was like wow I only have to worry about me and that's it like what the yeah exactly how I felt I mean to be fair like the first couple nights no I was still mad and and just kind of fall asleep because I was yeah, so no. mad. But then after like a good week, yeah, I, I could sleep and I felt really good. Uh, I got hit also, with a second wave of sadness, but I was initially very relieved. Uh, agreed. Also, I forgot to mention, this man emailed me when I had him blocked on everything. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I still have the email. I remember you showed it to me. Because I don't know how to block someone, like, on Gmail. Because we used to, like, do Google Duo. And I was so scared. Because, like, you have to click on the icon. But I was like, what if I accidentally call him? And I don't want to call him at all. And I was like, oh, God. No, literally. I I feel the same. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. I forgot. He sent an... Or Cyclops sent an email of when I posted on Twitter. It's like a full-on essay. Do you want to see it? Yes. Oh, okay. I'll send it to you Oh my god, Damn, I'm excited. I forgot about this. I'll read it later tonight. <sighs> Men. They are... Also throwback, because he blamed, oh. blamed his, his anxiety on me and that it was all my fault. Yeah, that's right. Like, what the... Like, I... <laughs> you, you gave know... me anxiety. I had to see a therapist. So did I. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Like, I don't know how I could think that I was so happy when in reality I was like so mentally ill <laughs> just miserable yeah <sighs> but now look at us okay we're on a different we're on different look we're thriving right we're thriving <laughs> well lessons have been learned been learned <laughs> um just for everybody listening if you may need it i am gonna put a link to different hotlines for assault and abuse in the description so hopefully you don't need them but uh because this is an unfortunately relatable topic i am gonna put them down there (laughs) all right well as always sarah it was fun talking with you about our shared ptsd about men I love it. I love the PTSD. I'm going to be thinking about it at work today. Be like, mm, good time. Literally, <laughs> the past couple nights leading up to this that I've been thinking about it in my <laughs> got to talk about <laughs> um, Oh, well. It's okay because we talked about it. It's out there. Hopefully, don't need to talk about it ever again unless that man does something dumb, which hopefully he doesn't, but knowing his history, it's bound to happen. Catch me in 10 years finding out that like he has like 10 different kids with 10 different women. Oh god. We'll do a part two. Part two. <laughs> a year later. Where are they now? Oh my god. Are they still trash? The answer is yes. The answer is yes, and they always will be. <laughs> Alright, shout out to the Bay Area men for being hot fire garbage and giving us content to talk about today. Woohoo! Alright, Sarah, I will talk to you later. Okay, look, sounds good, Kayla. I gotta get ready for work now. Alright. <laughs> Have fun. Right. Thanks, I'll try, although these customers are pretty <laughs> rude. But thanks, I'll try. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Tell the cats I said hello. I will. And the straight one. <laughs> Buddy. He shows up. Alright. Bye, Bye. Kayla. Bye.